Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name is David. As always, thank you through another week at the best, the worst, and in between to being a kinship carer, kinship kid, and again, anything in between there. Uh, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, easiest way is through our social media, through the Facebook, Instagram. Uh, there will be a new Twitter coming up uh, specifically for the, the podcast. So if you want to directly contact in regards to that, we'll, we'll, that should be coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. So just trying to get that all organised. Uh, and obviously through our website, if you do subscribe through any of the... Um, any of your uh, your podcasts, whether you've listened to this, whether it's Amazon, uh, whether it's Sp- uh, Spotify, Deezer, uh, Apple, you know, just subscribe, like, link, five star, give a review. Uh, the more people listen, the better, and obviously share it around. If you are part of a group, obviously we're, we're doing this in Liverpool. I try and make it as less uh, Liverpool centric as I can, but it it is hard sometimes. Uh, but you know, please do contact us uh yeah we may be able to help you in 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 that way and obviously if you if there's topics that you want me to go through please send them up we can have a look at that for you uh so this episode is going to be about what am i entitled to and it's a hard question especially if you're kinship carer because of the the very the, the various flavors of kinship care i would say um it's it's a hard question to ask to answer a lot of people one of the things that that we've said, I we we had a kinship group um, a while back, and one of the things that we talked about was it would be so good if we knew what we were entitled to. I mean, when you think about uh, applying, I mean, essentially, if if we look at kinship care as a job, and we really shouldn't, but if we did, uh, you know, you would get a job description. It would tell you you get health benefits, you get um, your holiday pay, you get uh, sick pay, you get. Um, you know, access to a free gym you know you you'll get told these are the things that you get access to these are the things you can do you work this many hours you'll get this much pay and and you know there is opportunities you'll get training days but blah 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 whatever it would be when you're a kinship carer you don't get any of that and i don't mean you don't get most you don't get any of that at all uh, i will guarantee you can ask 99.9 percent of all kinship carers what were you told you were entitled to when you became a kinship carer and I guarantee they will say, I don't know, uh, some, some, I don't know. I mean, it really is. It's hard to even describe being told you know, you don't know uh, because it is. I mean, no one knows what you're entitled to when you're a kinship carer. Uh, we don't know whether there's a um, there's a funding involved. Uh, we don't know how it affects benefits. You don't know how it affects your work. It, you, you don't know. I mean, a great example is, I mean, with my when I became a kinship carer, I worked for a bank and I was unaware that because kinship, because we were technically fostering at the time, I would have been entitled to two weeks of paternity leave. Didn't know that, wasn't aware of it. Um, and of course, because I found out about this literally about, about a year later, obviously it was of no use to me, but if that had been even mentioned to me, oh, by the way, you're fostering, you may be entitled to you know, paternity leave. Yeah, I'd, I'd have jumped on that, you know, but with both hands, wasn't told. Um, with with any of the benefits, a lot of the times you, you don't get told what you're entitled to. You don't get told whether you can claim for child benefit, whether you can claim for any of the child tax uh, costs, uh, any anything to do with nursery fees, uh, school dinners. Uh, these are all things that really you should know. And I kind of feel like I'm, 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 the the episode's kind of going to be a bit misleading because I, I don't want to give people false hope that I'm going to give you all of the things that you can apply for. 
because I can't. And quite frankly, you know, it will depend on the the organisation you're with. It will depend on uh, what what area of the country you live in. I mean, it is you know they talk about the postcode lottery a lot when we talk to, you know in regards to kinship care. In regards to a lot of care, um, it is about the postcode lottery. There are a lot of times when you will look and look down south or look in other areas. I think Leeds was one that I looked at and uh, they had loads of help in regard to mental illness and things like that. Um, you know, we have, I think, two or three groups here in the UK, uh, sorry, in, in Liverpool that does a CAMS and Y-Pass and people like that. Uh, really, uh, you know, if you're looking at your know, help, you know, the, the NHS, it's, you know, you're going to be on a waiting list, but you, you don't know what you're entitled to. Uh, you don't know whether you're entitled to a, like once you get an SGO, what you're entitled to. Um, you know, the thing that always comes up with us here in Liverpool, Liverpool City Council, uh, once you, when you are a friend of family fostering before you get an SGO, you're entitled to council tax being paid. Now, they do that automatically. It's great. You don't have to apply for that, anything like that. It does it all for you. But uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, districts don't do that. And, you know, we, we've asked the question, is there a reason why Liverpool are able to do this, but they're not able to? There's no answer. There really isn't. I mean, when you consider that you are working for Liverpool City Council and you are not, you but you're not treated in any way like an employee, you're not given any kind of health benefits, uh, holiday sickness, you're not treated like an employee. Um, and yet you are meant to act like an employee and do everything else like that. Um, but then again, at least if you were an employee, you don't have to go through six monthly reviews and, and targets and things like that. So I suppose there's, there is an aspect of, uh, of positive with that if you're not work, technically working with them. Um, but one of the things I would say, first things first, is in regards to child benefit. Now, child benefit is a really complicated one because technically i don't i i think it's a really gray area and the real gray area of it is is whether you have other children and it's 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 a hard one to ask because at the end of the day one of the things that does get brought up a lot is you know obviously once the parent has had the child they'll generally apply for child benefit and you know whether they've had the child taken off them they will be registered as the person who claims for child benefit um now the knock-on effect on this is that if you apply for housing benefit, child a child tax, anything like that, <clears throat> on the basis of looking after the child, uh, this can come back and bite you because when they do their assessments and they'll generally just just give you the money, they'll say, okay, we can see you look after a child. There you go. Uh, but then they'll come back a year later and say, well, actually, we can see that there's child benefit being paid to someone else in a different address. So therefore, you're not looking after this child. Therefore, we want the money back. And then you have to fight that. And it can be a legal aspect. It can be quite a costly thing. Sometimes it's something really simple. You can actually send them the document that says, look, you have SGO on this person. They live with you. You are looking after them. The fact that this other person's getting child benefit, maybe that's something you need to investigate because they are not looking after this child. Um so that's a hard one with that. One of the things they do sometimes say is because there's a chance of you not getting that child benefit, the answer is, is of course, well, at least someone can have it. Uh, at least someone will get that money. But of course, that's not the issue. Uh, the issue is the fact that by having them registered basically at two addresses, it does cause an issue. Uh, so one of the things I would say first and first, first, first and foremost is once that child is living with you, apply for child benefit whether you're entitled to it or not 
apply for child benefit. Now, obviously, if you are in good terms with the, the parent uh, and you think actually it's okay if they're having it, if it's not going to affect anything else, then that's fine. Uh, but if you if you don't think that they should be getting it, if it's going to affect things like housing benefit, those type of things that you are also applying for, apply for it. You know, at the end of the day, even if you get that letter that says, unfortunately, not you're not eligible, fine. As long as you can prove they are, they, you've got a letter now that says that you, although they are living with you, you're not entitled to it. You've got that letter that says that now. So when it comes to housing benefit, anything like that, you can now claim for the extra uh, child in the house. Um, so those those things, uh, you know, anything to do with benefits. Um, it is a complicated one because of the fact that it does take into account, you know, how many children you got, how many rooms, how many, anything like that. Um, but it is important to have those things in place. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, of the kinship groups will offer um, will, will will offer help. Uh, you know, it's, when you are you know when you start off being kinship, uh, you will be given things like a startup fund, uh, which they should give you. Um, and again, it's not a huge amount of money. It's usually about two, three hundred pounds, and it's usually to help you decorate a room or to buy uh, clothes or to buy nappies or to buy a pram or whatever it would be. I mean, you have to use it for that child, but you you, you should be able to apply for that. A lot of people don't know that, uh, so a lot of people lose out on that. Um, the best thing to do would be to speak to whoever deals with your kinship, uh, your special guardianship order, the those type of people, uh, to find out what is it that you're entitled to. Because sometimes people don't apply for it, and you don't, you don't know, you don't know about the family fund, you don't know about uh, people, you know, people premium to help you with school um, costs and things like that. Um, Especially when you know there are things out there that you know you can apply for, and you know especially if, if you ask for people premium and say I want specifically to, to be paid to buy uh, my son a or my daughter or whoever it is a laptop or an iPad because they will they need that for their learning, they can do that. Um, so uh, if you have it pooled together, they will use generally use it for resources. That's not a bad thing. It's for one on ones and and teaching assistance to people like that but it gets pulled into an amount where everyone gets access to it so it's not specifically for your child uh but that's a whole other issue really um so i would say that that's one thing you need to have a look at uh to have a look at it are you entitled to anything like this this christmas and birthday funds a lot of people don't even know these things exist uh are you entitled to anything to do with yeah, obviously with the energy crisis going on at the moment and with cost of living crisis, there are a number of uh, things that you're entitled to in regards to um, to to helping with you know, your energy bills, your water bills, um, your council tax. Again, as I say, they may be able to help with that. Um, you know, it's always best to have a look at this um, and see what's going on. Again, with your kinship group, I mean, here in you know, Kinship Liverpool, I mean, we offer things like uh, gym memberships. Um, and we will obviously provide that to the entire family. It's not just for you, or it's not just for the kinship kid. It's for the entire family. Uh, we yeah, we've worked really hard to get that uh, on a consistent basis with Liverpool City Council. Um, and you know, it, it doesn't seem like a lot, and it seems like oh, it's a nice gesture. But when you consider how much you know going to the gym would cost, especially when you want to you know, get your well being and health and everything, um, you know, get people losing weight, people dieting, whatever it would be losing that lockdown weight as people like to call it you know a lot of people don't 
you know, may not even realize that we do that and that's something you can have a look at we can obviously get that sorted and you know you get a lot of people you know especially when you've got a child with like anger aggression you know they can take it out and go into the gym go into box exercises and things like that uh going swimming i mean swimming is such a great um thing for you know the family itself i mean i go and i usually take <laughs> i usually take two, you know, two or three of the kids with me uh and it's it's a great sort of little activity to do um no cost at all and although they wouldn't be paying because they you know underage anyway but you know it a lot of those things that they really do help with um you know and again it's not about charity although we are a charity it's not about charity and help and you know people always compare it to begging and you know i don't want to be i don't want to get a handout it's not a handout it's a help and that's really the thing that a lot of people do need to to acknowledge is that it's not about um it's not about just getting getting what you can and, and running with it it's about well you will you, you if this helps you what's the what's the problem I mean, the, the, I mean the, the example I always give, when we became kinship carers, uh, obviously we lost an entire income overnight, you know, like a lot of us do. And they offered us um, food bank vouchers. Now, if anyone's ever been to a food bank, it's not the nicest place in the world. Uh, it's quite, it's, it, it, you know, for the people who are there, you know, it does help and it really does. It's, it's an emotional thing to do. Uh, I definitely would never want to use one again in regard to a food bank. Now, um, I have mentioned this before in regards to things like food bank and food share. Now, food bank is essentially you have no money. You've, 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 you've built your benefits have been stopped. Something's happened where you can't pay to buy food and you'll go to a social worker or a doctor or something like that. And they will give you a voucher that says you are entitled to essentially a week's worth of food. And what that is essentially to do is to sort of as a stopgap to sort of get those benefits in place or to help you, um, you know, help you live for that particular week and one of the things that is it's always perpetrated by a lot of the um the sort of right-wing governments as they were uh, right-wing leaders and things like that is that they always talk about how oh people go into a food bank all the time well you can't go to them all the time it's like once i think it's once every three months i think it is you can go uh, and it's only really in dire emergencies that you can go beyond that uh, however, there's food share, and for me, I love food share. Uh, if you if you haven't done this, you know, there will be food shares. They're usually associated with the food bank, but it's essentially it's like a small subsidy you pay up to about five pounds usually, and you will just go in and you'll get yourself a week's worth of food. And it's yeah, you know, again, for me, I look at it as a top up shop. Um, you know, I go there all the time. I, I think I've made quite a few. Uh, friends they're, they're, they're really nice people uh, they usually associate with the church although they don't push that down your neck uh, if you've gone to like play groups in the past they'll usually be involved with like school play groups and things but they're really um, you know it's about sort of topping up getting those things that you may not even want to buy you know I went in last week and I got a full chicken you know and it, you know, so it's not about you know, you see these things you, you saw it during the lockdown where people were getting these sort of care packages which was like a pack of pasta and some and some tomato sauce and it was like you wonder how but these are about it's not again it's not about uh, the food bank itself generally is uh, is a package it's like a box that you'll get that will have the things that you need to survive and you know whatever it but it won't be anything spe specific or, or special or anything like that it will be he, we've we've picked out five meals for you to have um good luck uh whereas with the food share it's about going in and going well you know what you are getting some cereal if, you, if anyone's ever bought cereal in the, in the last couple of weeks it's last couple of months even um 
it's really insane how uh, how expensive cereal is but getting cereal and a lot of times with food share it's not about uh you know a lot of people talk about oh it's food that's going off it's not generally food that's going off it's usually food that is out of season so you'll go in june you'll see mince pies and things like that and you know, and your mince your mince meat and easter eggs and stuff like that and it's you know it's not about oh you know i'm getting you know the things the things that people don't want it's just about the people the things that they don't sell and they'll you know the supermarkets will give it away and again it's not about getting a handout it's about helping yourself to to get yourself through it you know if i if i know that i can spend five pound a week and and fill up at least two or three shelves with pasta and rice and and you sauces and whatever it would be i mean that's that's quite good that i can actually do that and then i can put that extra money towards helping the you know your bills for example um so I, I i would say definitely in regards to what you're entitled to, it's never a simple answer, and I do apologise that I kind of uh, I kind of mis- mislead everyone with with the title because it's uh, it is it, you know, there's no such thing as everyone's entitled to this because there may be um, things that you're not entitled to because people are working or they they earn so much, um, but it's definitely something you you should have a look at. What am I entitled to? Ask around. Uh, go, go to a coffee morning. And ask what people else are getting. Because sometimes, you know, and it's not being cheeky, it's not being anything like that. And, you know, if you're not entitled to it, they may be entitled to it because of something else. And maybe because of an age thing or where they work or where they live or, you know, you know what kind of pension they're on or what kind of um, what kind of benefit they're on. Um, if they're disabled themselves, sometimes the people are getting those type of things. Um you know, have a word with your your uh, your citizen advice, uh, just to, just to see, okay, what what should I be entitled to? Uh, again, it's not an easy question. It's not an easy question to to ask or answer. Uh, but if we you know, if we can find a way of, of doing it, obviously, I have got a meeting with uh, the with uh, a couple of people from um, from the government in the next couple of weeks, and that's one of the things that I really want to talk to them about is finding out, okay. Is there going to be a way that we're going to find out what we're entitled to, what training we can get, what you know? And again, it's not always about money, and it's not always about services. Sometimes it's just about information. Where can we find this? Will there be a new hub of information um, for kinship carers? They want to talk about getting the definition of kinship care sort of ground down, you know, to to cover all aspects and everything else. And again, that's the other issue is that we've got special guardians, there's care orders, there's this, there's that, there's people who adopt. You know, there's so many issues with kinship care that you know, you can't just you know, put, a, put a pin in it and say, this is what being a kinship carer means and this is what you'll get. It would be absolutely wonderful if they did. And hopefully that's what we're sort of progressing towards. Uh, but until then, it's always about getting that information. If you do need any help with any of these forms, anything like that, you know, please do. Um, look me up i can certainly get have a look at that for them uh, for yourselves and find out what's going on what you're entitled to what you're not entitled to and sometimes even not find that you're not entitled to it can open up avenues of you're not entitled to this but you can get this so even with disability you, you may apply for like the highest rates that you can get and they may say you're not entitled to that but you are entitled to the lower rates and it may and just getting those lower just getting disability as as a as a benefit can open up other areas of things that you can actually apply for such as like cinema cards and and bus cards and things like that where you know these are the things that you know, can really help and i say it all helps at this point 
so if you do need any help with any of that do please let us know contact us on any social media through the email uh, anyway uh, so as always if you want to get in touch easiest way through those areas through the social media through the website through uh, through the the podcast itself please like share subscribe if you subscribe the the episode will drop uh, straight away if you go onto our website it will be on there already uh, so thank you very much for listening my name is david and you listen to the kinship care liverpool podcast